Welcome, welcome, welcome to Interesting Enough. He is Trey Samuel. I am Nolan Todd. Thank you guys so much for joining us as you normally do. We had a week off. We had some things come up, uh, but we're back. Trey, how you feeling, man? What's going on? Man, I'm feeling good, man. How about yourself? I'm feeling indifferent, man. You know, I was feeling a little under the weather for one. I may sound it, but two... You know, we got a lot of things going on with the country, man, that, that we actually missed in the week we didn't record. Um, but, you know, we, we're going to get into to that first. We got some stuff with the national anthem that I wanted to get your opinion on. And then obviously we got to get to the heat, man. So, I, I mean, I'm feeling a little I'm feeling a little down, man. I'm not going to lie. But if it, this is you guys first time joining us, like I said, we said every week. Thanks so much. But please don't hesitate to share. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff. But. Before we begin, man, I mean, I think, Trey, we'd be reminisced if we didn't get to um, the shootings in Texas, or excuse me, the shootings in Texas. Um, obviously, our, our thoughts and condolences are with all the victims um, that was involved. And for those who don't know, I mean, there was another mass school shooting. Um, I don't have the total death toll in front of me at the moment, um, but obviously one is too many. And Trey, I wanted to swing it to you first. I don't know, maybe your initial thoughts when it first came out, um, when you first heard the news, I'm sure, um, was like everyone else. But maybe this is too broad of a, of a question, but what is the solution? Because now that we've seen a lot of these things happen, you know, over and over, we get the conversation around gun control. So is, is gun control, are we going in the right direction with this? Is, are we steering the conversation the right way? Or are you looking at it from a different angle? Well, you know, first, I, th- well, I want to offer my condolences to all the families and friends of those involved. Um, but to attack your question, I don't think there is like a, you know, winner's all solution. I don't think that uh, gun control is going to stop, you know, incidents like this from occurring. But I do think uh, you have to attack the issue from multiple angles. I guess my first thing is just that um, when I first heard about it, I was just almost kind of. I hate to say it, but almost indifferent because it's just like, oh, we got another mass shooting. Like he almost seems like it just it's commonplace now. So um mm, yeah. I think, you know, that's that's not a good sign. And I hope I'm not the only one I mean, I hope I'm the only one that feels that way, but I, I tend to think a lot of other people are starting to feel like that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but towards the whole, you know, mass shooting situation, I think one of the main things is just I don't I don't understand. Uh, I'm asking this as a question for you, but also for the uh, wider audience. Mm-hmm. I don't understand why anybody would need an assault rifle. I understand the Second Amendment, and yes, you can have a handgun, you know, even a shotgun, fine, but an assault rifle, AK-47 or something of that nature, I right. don't understand why anybody needs that. And, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm more on your end with that. So, you know, obviously the gun control thing is very convoluted, and I do understand both sides. I totally understand the idea of wanting the protection. And then I totally understand of why that can be harmful with everyone being able to have access. Right. Well, but when you mm. say wanting protection, is it like, and I'm not, a, please forgive me because I'm not really you no know, expert on guns, but right. You can't protect yourself with a Glock. I mean, do you need an AK 47 or something of that nature? <laughs> and, and that's where I get. So the problem is, is like, what do you, I, I guess, you know, what do you weigh more? Right. Because you want people to have protection and feel protected. Right. Like just, you know, you want yourself, your family, all that. And I totally get having the protection. And then I also understand on the other side, just like, you know, rights in general and and not wanting to um, be stopped from being able to have these things. Right. 
and yeah, there's, I'm not a huge gun guy either, but I'm sure there's reasons why people want to saw rifles and if it's hunting, whatever the case may be. A lot of that to me is excessive. I'm just going to be on the record and saying that that's just what it is. However, you know, taking that right can get, you know, that can, again, it can be a whole convoluted, com, uh, convoluted issue. What I will say about the entire situation is whatever solution we get to, I don't know if either necessarily just stops these, you know, mass shootings from happening, especially at, you know, it's usually a school or a place that's super, you know, populated. I go in a different angle though, Trey. My angle is more of, you know, I, I was, you know, reading some quotes earlier from the mother of the, the gentleman who, who, you know, obviously committed the, the 19 killings or, or, or and so, um, and two teachers. And, you know, I just feel like she, so she didn't know, like she said, she didn't know he's purchasing guns and this and that. And maybe this is a different situation, but correct me if I'm wrong, Trey, most of the situations I feel like when we hear about these mass shootings, there have been people with the, the signs, not that they were going to committed a mass shooting, but signs of anger, right? Signs of rage, like particular yeah, mental health disturbances. And correct. he and definitely, he, he was, if he talked to one of his friends and not to cut you off, I do yeah. want to say one of his friends said, uh, he was cutting himself in the face with a knife and he asked him why he said just for fun. The shooter said that replied that. So, right. I mean, there were signs. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So there, and he may not, not, that is a huge sign. Right. But just going off his mother, she wasn't sure. You can have a lot of things. I get it. That's the thing where I got to go. And I'm more, you know, I think if we solve that type of situation and getting people the help that they need and, and Trey, we've talked about mental health on this pod in relation to a lot of things, right. And like sports and yeah. beyond. So I guess this relates in that way. We got to get people to help, right? Like this, this mental health thing is, is got to be not um, taboo anymore. And we talk about it a lot. I mean, even as black men, you know what I mean? How a taboo it is in our community, but in general, it's got to just be a non-taboo thing across the board. Right. And I think you can get people this help and avoid a lot of these situations um, that happen. Now, nothing's going to be perfect, right? Not saying that you're going to be able to tap in and get to everybody, but man, when you look back, I mean, it is just really hurtful like you said trey when you just you know recounted that story right it's like hey that that friend's not his fault they didn't tell anybody but man it could have really helped you know what i mean like i'm not saying that would have solved everything but it's like yeah and i'm we not gotta have, we gotta blame people, or nothing like that yeah right you gotta you just gotta have people around people to be more aware right and, and i think that's overall but like i said man i mean shooting in elementary school you know 19 children two teachers i mean it, it's it's horrible and like I said, I yeah. mean, there, there's not much more to say other than our condolences, you know, to all the families involved. And we hope we get a solution. I mean, I don't know, you know, this gun control thing is, is very divided. Like I said, I don't, I don't see. Any... Well. I don't. I don't. I don't see. I don't see any solution coming anytime soon because, right? Like I was talking to some family members, and they brought a, a Parkland situation. I mean, not the Parkland, but the uh, Sandy Hook situation. Mm-hmm. And I brought up the Parkland situation. They said, well, you know, with the Sandy Hook situations, like. No, a principal, let's call it bluntly, you know, those were white children, like elementary kids, not young, not, you know, you can lie to yourself when it's high school students, but those were young kids, white children that died. Right. In a pretty, you know, I don't want to say affluent, but like, a, you know, a, a well-to-do area and nothing changed. Then. And then I stayed to the Parkland situation because that was the first one where it was like, to me, where it was like a shooting that happened in the social media era where you had Facebook, Instagram Live and all these Snapchat, all these other um, methods to document what's going on during the actual shooting and right. nothing changed then. So I'm I, not still your thunder, but I don't, I don't really see a change coming in the foreseeable future. But I do think, like you said, the tag along one of the best methods that we can do to kind of address some of these situations is kind of improve our mental health infrastructure within this country. Yeah. 
Absolutely, man. I, could, I couldn't say it any better. I mean, our thoughts and condolences and prayers to the family. Um, and Trey, just bouncing off of that, you know, I wanted to bring up a story that I thought was huge. We've talked about Colin Kaepernick and the flag and a lot of that stuff over the course of doing this podcast. Now, we have a manager in baseball, and I'll present this story just for those who don't know. Uh, baseball manager, the coach, his name is Gabe Kapler, San Francisco Giants, former player. He already announced that he's going to be skipping the national anthem, which, you know, perform is performed before the game of like every sporting event. Right. Um, and he's he's his quote was until he feels better about the direction of his of our country. Now, this is in response to the shooting that happened um, in Texas. Now, he, he also made comments on his statement like he made, a, excuse me, a statement on his website um, that was a little bit longer. And basically, he kind of questioned where the country's leadership is and. Um, and if they're committed to, you know, people's best interests and, you know, you referenced that the United States, you know, is truly the land of the free and the home of the brave. Um, so that came out. Then you also get a response from uh, manager Tony LaRusso, who's just basically another coach for the Chicago White Sox, which, Trey, we got a story about the Chicago White Sox and a player in a second anyway. But he came out and basically he said he respected what he said, but um, there's a lot of concern. And he said he would never not stand up for the anthem. Um, he also said it maybe because he's older, he's been around you know, a lot of veterans. Um, and he, you know, it was a little bit bothered. And he disagrees with the stance and he doesn't feel like it's he, his quote, he doesn't feel like it's appropriate um, to not. So I know that's loaded Trey. And I know we talked about this a little bit before the pod, but my, fr- I guess I got two questions, but you know, the second question is obvious, but the first question is, you know, how do you feel about his stance? Like in terms of, you know, is this a noble stance because of everything going on? And then second, you know, what's going to be the backlash here? Or I guess we'd be interested to see what the backlash is going to be because obviously this is related to the Colin Kaepernick situation and uh, taking a stance as well. Um. Well, I think, uh, to start off with your second question, I think one of the beautiful beautiful things about what Colin Kaepernick did is was um, he kind of, he was the one to take, you know, the most blows, the brunt of this force when it first happened. I think at this point in time, you know, somebody not standing or kneeling or not coming out for the national anthem. I don't think they're going to, um, you know, have to receive as much blowback. Like Kaepernick was kind of the shield for that blowback early. Okay. But, and I agree, but just to, to refine my question, but what's the reaction here? Because right. He took the blow for us. Right. But he also was a yeah. black man. Gabe Kapler is Correct. not. Okay. So just for those who don't know, Gabe Kapler is not a black man. So, if let's just say the scenario is, you know, Gabe Kapler doesn't get exiled, he doesn't get quote unquote blackballed, how should we feel as as a country? I mean, black people or even not black people, because how should we feel? Is it are we just gonna look at it, well, we didn't understand five years ago, or is it gonna be, hey man, like this is a clear difference because of how one guy looks and what the stance was about? Well, I don't at least for myself, I'm not gonna speak on all black people like we're monolithic, but at least for myself. <laughs> right. I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't. I think this is kind of a different situation. I think after 2020, after we had you know George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmaud Arbery, and any other person you could think of, I think after 2020, uh, what a wild year that was. I think that just certain perception of things changed, and I don't think kneeling or protesting during the national anthem, as long as it's not uh, physically disruptive of any manner, I don't think that uh, people are gonna look at it quite the same. So, regardless of the Colin Kaepernick situation, I don't think that this situation is going to uh, face as well blowback. And I think it does help that Colin Kaepernick did it first, but I just don't think mm-hmm. he's going to get a blowback regardless. And I don't think it has as much to do with race. Um, mm-hmm. Now he might get X, he might get a black ball 
within the baseball community. I don't think he's going to get like Colin Kaepernick was getting blowback on Fox. And he's getting blowback from everybody from people that didn't even know about the NFL. I don't think he's right. going to go to that. I don't think he's going to go to that levels. But if there's anything that we know about uh, Major League Baseball, is no, we know that it's kind of conservative. It has a different kind of uh, demographic or fan base following it. And I do think that that certain fan base demographic and those involved with it from the top down, I mm-hmm. don't think that they're going to be uh, overjoyed by what he's doing. So I I can kind of see him getting blackballed or rather exiled from the baseball community. Unfortunately. Okay, so you so you would think there's a possibility that happened because I get that's more of my question because you answered the why so that was my most important question like why would that be and yeah it could be because and that's a good point I didn't which I didn't bring up the 2020 with the George Floyd situation and and it's just more heightened and we know that it's been happening for forever but America decided to pay attention in 2020 right so yeah. in general you know you know if he you don't wish the guy to get blackballed right let me let me be clear no, I don't no, wish the no. guy to get blackballed or anything like that. But man, it's just gonna be really hard for me if you know people are more accepting of this to not be a little salty. I'm gonna be real. I'm just gonna be no, honest. You, I'm, I'm gonna be, be a little salty. I'm gonna be a little salty. And no, you should be on, on that point. Like you really had the right to be salty. But what I'm just speaking on is what I think is gonna happen. I just don't think he's. I think there's a potential for him to get black ball, but I don't think he will get black ball. And to kind of uh, show how why I'm feeling that way, Colin Kaepernick. You know, he just had a recent workout with the NFL team with the. Uh, it's not the Oakland Raiders, but it's what is it? Los, Los Angeles Raiders. Yeah, Los, Los Vegas, Angeles yeah. Raiders. Las Vegas. Yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. Las Vegas Raiders. So I, I don't want to show that as an example. I think that the ties are kind of turning as to how we feel about uh, that kind of demonstration or protest. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Yeah, I, that, that's just interesting that that came up. I mean, there was a lot going on in the, in the week, you know, relating to you know sports and what happened with the you know the shooting, obviously, and then. Even on the subject of the of the the White Sox, right? Like the manager, um, his response to it. We got a story with the Tim Anderson. I think we got to talk about that one too. And Trey, I mean, I think last time we talked about baseball on this pod was probably the World Series when uh, <laughs> um, I think it was uh, with Turner when he when he was like uh, got COVID and then he came out to celebrate that. Yeah. And that was the last time we actually talked about it. So <laughs> I will say, so so for those who listen, follow me. Just follow me, Tim Anderson. I'm, I'm trying to wrap this up in a bow for people. Tim Anderson's a black baseball player. Um, basically, he got into an altercation with another um, white baseball player, and the white baseball player was calling him Jackie in reference to Jackie Robinson, those who know who broke the color barrier in 1947. So, you know, now the story gets interesting, Trey. So this, you know, the, the player is actually Josh Donaldson. He's the, the white player. He has actually said that he, he called this Tim Anderson, he called him Jackie a couple years ago. Um, because he referenced himself as Jackie in an article, and he said that Tim Anderson and himself have joked around about it, and it was fine. Now, they asked Tim Anderson about that, and he said, no way, he did not joke about that, or he doesn't know what that guy's talking about. So we got a little he say, she say, right? And then yeah. the, two, the 2019 article, just to, to be fair, Tim Anderson did say, you know, this was his full quote, he said, I kind of feel like today's Jackie Robinson. He said, that's huge to say, but it's cool, man, because he changed the game. And I feel like I'm getting to a point where I need to change the game. So that's the that's the, the full quote. Obviously, the point is more nuanced, right? But he obviously took it as disrespectful, and he he said that he had told him don't call him that at that time. And then this is a couple of years later, they had an altercation. So I say all that to say, Trey, where are we going with this? Because obviously, besides that, he said she said we don't know that part, but 
just in, in general as a black man, how disrespectful would it, you know, would somebody be referencing, you know, calling you Jackie in reference to Jackie Robinson? Or I guess how uh, would you take it? No, I would take it extremely disrespectful. I guess the only thing that could kind of uh, uh, lighten the blow is that it was it's, it would be a little bit different if he didn't have that article. You think so? Was kind of, oh yeah. Because yeah. so it, it's, it's kind of like the article is like his um, what's the word in lots like this? Is it alibi? Is that the word? Yeah, I, I wouldn't okay. even consider that. Yeah, I wouldn't even consider it necessarily alibi. But at least it softens the blow because you can kind of see, oh, this is how you're getting that analogy. This is where you're mm-hmm. getting it from. Now, it still has racial undertone. Don't get me wrong. But at least mm-hmm. we can kind of see where you could try to kind of, like you say, alibi, I guess it might be the best where we could try to play it off and we can kind of see where you're getting the alibi from. I mean, like, I don't well, know. We spoke a little bit about this before the podcast started. I'm not crazy about the, uh, mm-hmm. the quote to begin with. I'm not going to spend too much time focusing on that because that's not the main issue here. Right. But I do wish he kind of, I think he could have, you know, worded that better and maybe just left out Jackie Robinson's name in particular and just said, Hey, I think I'm changing the game and kind of left it at that. You know what I mean? Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Cause what you're doing as far as changing the game, I think it's a lot different than what Jackie Robinson was doing. And I know you tried to say that in a quote, but I'm just not sure it really got over to the people that I was reading it. Right. But anyway, no, there's still a lot of racial undertones in that statement. Still didn't care for the statement. He did get suspended for a game, which I think he deserves. And then to add on top of that, one of his own teammates, Aaron Judge, I think had a talk with him and told him, hey, like, man, I just don't agree with that. I'm not really sure where you would come from with that. So it seems like his own team is kind of like, hey, you, you messed up. Okay, I just want to play devil's advocate real quick. So we don't know what the he say, she say part, like I've said. Yeah, now- I'm not touching that because we don't know. Okay, but I just want to. I just I know the hypothetical game is tough. I, I but I just want to play a hypothetical game because I want to see where your head's at with this. So let's just say, for example, they actually did. He's called him that before, and it was he took it as a joke, and it was cool, right? Um, and maybe he just didn't tell him that he felt the type of way until now. Isn't this a bigger conversation about? Because you know we talk about this all the time with, um, you know, when you're insulting black people, white people. I mean, maybe not necessarily the, the n word, but just like in general, you know, if you give somebody the license to, you know make that type of joke, are they justified? Like, that's my question. Like, if, if you're, as a black person, are okay with that and you joke around then and, and you laugh it off, are they justified because you didn't you didn't stop them? But see, then, I, I, I would have to lean towards, was it one of those situations where you just, you kind of just like, <laughs> okay, and then you're just trying to, you know, avoid the situation completely. Like, you kind of just did a half laugh just to get out of the situation. Okay. Or was it really that, oh, we bought into the joke, it was just an inside joke between you and I. Those I mean, are two different things. Okay, so, but even, so I guess my answer to my own question, even if it is, because is the onus, I mean, I guess the onus should still be on the white guy in this situation, right? Like, you should just have the wherewithal to, like, like, why is that even funny, right? I guess that's, like, the general consensus. Like, if we're talking about any race-baited joke, right? I mean, we can talk about jokes about race, about women, about, my, you know, any minority, right? Like, you shouldn't be making that joke, you know, as the 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 person that's not, right? Like, and, and you should have the pulse to not do so. But the person's laughing it off, maybe you just don't know what you don't know. As unfortunate as it sounds, maybe he just doesn't know now, to me and you, it's obvious that there's a racial undertone to that and that'd be disrespectful, but, you know, maybe he doesn't know. That's that's my only thing. Maybe he doesn't know. And, and again, 
this is all hypothetical because we have no idea. One guy saying one thing, one guy saying the other. All we know is there was an actual altercation, right? So at the end of the day, like you said, the quote doesn't give us much anyway. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like hard to go with that other than I'm pretty sure he's never going to call him that again. So I'm, Oh, but, no, no, no. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he landed a good lesson here. Yeah, and I didn't even know the part that Aaron Judge talked to him too. So, that yeah, that, that makes it an even bigger deal. But no, man. Um, look, Trey, before we get to the Heat – and the finals, because, you know, obviously I've been avoiding it. What's up with your boy, Bronny, man? What, what's going on, man? Just, just, just tell the people about I know, I know we're a little late, but what, what's up with your boy, Bronny, man? What's up with all this backlash? Because I get on social media. What's going on, man? Okay, so to uh, make this short story, I think LeBron is Vanny James, one of them, uh, posted pictures of Bronny James, and uh, that is their son, I think 16 or 17-year-old son in high school, and they posted photos of his uh, prom. And uh, his prom date uh, happened to be a, a white female. And a lot of the comments, um, unfortunately, were are bagging uh, Bronny and LeBron, both for uh, Bronny for having the white female date and for LeBron and Savannah for allowing him to have the white female date. Uh, that was uh, the main topic on uh, the post. So mm-hmm. it became a big thing. Like, why are so many people kind of uh, talking bad about James and why is uh, that interracial prom date? We don't even know they're dating, but it doesn't matter. But why was that right. having an um, interracial prom date? Why was that such a big deal and such a hot topic? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, the the uh, the backup, most of the people talking were black. I, right, I right, right. Say that. I think yeah. Okay, so I try and I talked about this before the pod. I don't even think it's really worth much airtime at this point. To be honest with you, we both agreed. But well, I, I the only part I only brought it up because I did want to say I, I'm with solutions here. How do we get to a solution? Because we, we know the stigma with interracial relationship, especially us being black men. How do we get how do we get past this point here, Trey? Because this is gonna like happen no matter what. And this isn't the only situation. Situations have happened before, it's gonna happen afterwards. Is I mean, there may not be a solution, but you know, how do we get people to, you know, to come to some type of understanding here? Or just let the guy live his life. I mean, that part too, but you know. Oh, I think he's just gotta let the guy live his life. I mean, I think that's first and foremost. I mean, I <laughs> right, right. I mean, it, uh, it, like, why? Why do you care what he's on? Almost like I hate. I know this is like two different things, but I almost have to bring about like to what is the LGBT community? Yeah, yeah. Well, why would I care who's in your bed? Like, I, mean, I understand. Like, we might not agree with it. Like, you might not want your kid to do with it, but I think at a certain point, you just got to be like, well, that's something. That's somebody else's life, and I think that's what uh, you can do with this Bernie James situation. Like, well, why do I care who you are in love with or who you want to take for your prom date for that matter? Right. What difference does it make? Like. Okay, if he brought a black female to the prom date with him, is that going to change the world? Does that make a difference? Well, I just think more of like, I mean, at least with that, the first situation, you know, people are going to use a religious, you know, th- th- there's other, you know, things that they can, you know, they just have, you know. Yeah, and it becomes they, more they disagree. It, it gets, right. Yeah, more it's a little more late. And that's why I didn't go into detail in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So now with that, that's why I'm always confused with this because I, there's really nothing there outside of like, I mean, it but is like- it is it no no no? You say there's nothing there, but is it because well, you okay. think about now if we go back to religion, and I don't want to get in, I don't want to do all that, but yeah, hell, the people used to argue that you know interracial couples that was not a thing you should do religiously because of okay. that you know they had religious reasons behind that, True. and the social reasons were just as you know prominent. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's just not something we do. That's just not something that we want in society. And I didn't look up the comments, but I'm assuming a lot of the comments if you're just talking about like Black Twitter that type of stuff. 
it's probably just more of the the social aspect of it, right? Like, I'm, I'm sure there wasn't like a bunch of people just like referencing something specifically within like a religious type of setting, right? I'm no, 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 no. It wasn't like the comments. I'm, I'm not want to make light of them, especially you know on that kind of topic. But they yeah. were more just or less like almost like you where you get that black power side. Like, oh, you should have a black queen, right? Oh, right you know, right. why don't she go get you uh you know, a black wife? I mean, a black girl, stuff like that. Community, you know, they, you mm-hmm. know, they did that kind of talk. Right, right, right. Yeah. Yeah, no, man. I mean, look, we, we try to debunk things on this podcast a lot. So, you know, that's something we try to handle. Well, we can't debunk stupid. <laughs> You're right. We can't. We can't. That's not our job either. So that's true, man. But look, before we get out of here, I just wanted to touch on that. Trey, we got to talk about the heat. We got to talk. First of all, before Trey even gets going, because no one wants to give me my flowers on this podcast. Uh, it's pretty ridiculous. But I'm going to give flowers out. Trey did pick a few people have been paying attention. We had our podcast with JP and we kind of went in a deep dive in basketball. He did pick Boston and Golden State to end up in the finals. So before I even talk about the heat, because this will be the last time I get to talk about the heat for the all summer. What, what do you got to say, Trey? You got the floor. You picked Boston and Golden State. You get to watch the finals because you were complaining about how you wanted a good finals matchup. Go ahead, man. You get the floor. Go ahead, man. I'm just going to say this from the NBA's perspective. I think they were very, very happy. Um, yeah, go to say you have uh, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. At least Steph Curry, for that example, is a household name. And Golden State Warriors should be a household name in the sports community. So uh, you have that going for it. And then as far as the Boston Celtics, you have one of the most revered and most famous NBA franchises back playing for an NBA championship. And then they have some young guys, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, who you want to get on the scene. So, you know, you can have a healthy product going forward for the next decade or so. So, uh, from that perspective, then the NBA is happy. Uh, from my own perspective, I'm happy. I'm a little bit concerned because I know we're going to go more detailed on this at a later date, but I think I think it could be a quick series. I'll leave it at that. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But I was going to get the predictions at the end, but, but before we do that, can, can I just can, – can the Heat do, – do we get any love, Trey? Do we get any love for making oh, yeah. this point? No, no, no. I would say this. This is my thing. This is not coming from a Heat fan. I have so much more respect for him after this series because of the way it went and ended. You know, going into the series, I thought it was going to be a blowout. I thought it was going to be a lopsided uh, Boston, maybe even a five. But the Heat, I can honestly say this. I think had it not been for one specific injury to Tyler Hero – I think that they would be in the NBA Finals right now. We'd be talking about a whole mm-hmm. uh, totally different matchup. And I, I think that's a testament to that culture. That's a testament to Eric Spolstra, his coaching. Even though he, some moves I didn't agree with, that's a t- testament what he's able to be um, been able to do. And I think also it's just a testament to the kind of player Jimmy Butler is. I mean, he might not be necessarily the best player in a regular season, but in the playoffs, I think there's an argument to be made that he's the best player in the playoffs. I think, I think he was by far the best player in this playoff so far. But what I will say is, first of all, put some respect on Jimmy Butler's name. I say it every – basically preach it all the time. When y- when everybody makes their cute top ten list, Jimmy Butler's on the top ten. I don't care what you're talking about. I'm riding with Jimmy Butler. And second, let me just get on my soapbox real quick, Trey. Let me tell everyone right now. Let me, let, let me make this my formal announcement. Don't talk to me about that Jimmy Butler shot. I'm not hearing it. I'm not hearing you. You getting canceled. I'm living and dying with the Jimmy shot. And so are you. If he would have made that shot, y'all would have been the same people cheering Jimmy Butler, talking about how he did it with the bad knee and he's so great and this and that. But everyone wants to criticize Jimmy Butler for taking that shot. 
he should have took that shot. He took that same shot in game six and was making the jumper. So I'm not trying to hear it. I'm not trying to hear it because I know everybody's been talking about it all day. Oh, he should have took the shot. Oh, he should have took the shot. He should have drove. First of all, it wasn't a guaranteed layup. It wasn't a guaranteed layup. Stop acting like he should have just literally, he, oh, he should have just drove to the basket. Does that guarantee he's going to get a layup? You guys act like he was just nobody at the rim. Al over was backing up. He took the jumper. I'm living and dying by it. I'm sorry, Trey. I had to do it. I had to do it because you, you heard him. You heard him. You've been hearing him all No, time. and I, I agree with everything you said. Um, excuse me. I think the shot was one that had to be taken just because Al Horford was backing up, backing up. So it was an open shot. Sense. It was an open shot. It was an open shot. I know Jimmy Butler is not the best three-point shooter, but he was hot all game. Yep. He was the leader of the team, so I don't have an issue with him taking that shot. And then the last thing is just from Jimmy Butler's perspective, I don't think he ever admitted it, but I think in his head he was like, man, I can't go into overtime. No, no, we cannot. I'm doing we everything cannot. I'm doing. It was, overtime. Done. It yeah. was done. <laughs> yeah, we're going to lose if we go to overtime. We got to win it right here, right now. And, and you know what? And, Trey, you watch the game, too. It's like, you know, first of all, like, we all talk about this in all the basketball games. We shouldn't have been down by 17 in the first quarter anyway. Like, there's a lot of things that we could talk about in this game that, like, we shouldn't have been down, you know what I mean? But you kind of just felt that momentum, you know what I mean? We got a couple stops. You know, we get in the ball. That feels like the shot you got to take at home. You, you know how, like, sometimes we talk about there's a shots you would have take. I feel like he doesn't take that shot on the road. You know what I mean? Like, you know how you just feel because, like, the crowd and the momentum. Like, he doesn't take that shot on the road. But game seven, you know, everything's rolling. You get the rebound. You know, you got to go. No timeout. And let's be honest, Boston's defense is great. They may have not got a better shot. I thought Coach Bo said that. And that's actually a good point. They, they're And, Trey, you and I have talked about this off the pod. They were struggling to get some good shots. You know what I mean? Like, the heat, so Jimmy Butler was, was, you know, he was bailout Jimmy. You know what I mean? He was bailout Butler. That's what he was. He was bailing us out time and time again. So they may have not get a better shot. I'm living and dying with that shot because if he makes that shot, he's the hero. You know what I mean? He's the hero. And, you know, you know, we, we didn't have our hero. We didn't have our Tyler hero, so he would have been our hero. You know what I mean? So, I'm just a little sad. I'm just a little sad. But we're going to talk about in future pods, like, what the Heat can actually do. You know what I'm saying? Moving forward. But I just want a little respect on my squad. But before we get out of here, Trey, you already alluded to it. I actually haven't made my decision yet. I may have made my decision, you know, after you respond. But you talking about it's going to be a quick series. Who's going to be a I quick series? Might. Okay, it may, it may be a quick series. Let me, let me not put words in my mouth. It may be a quick series. Now, you got a couple of days for your predictions, but by the time the next pod dropped, the, the game, we, the predictions would have, would have already been too late. So you got to pick. So what you, what are you thinking? What you feeling? Like, who is, who is going to win this series? Yeah, because it's, it's a toss-up. It is a pick em. I won't. I want Boston to win. You want Boston? But I think, okay. Yeah, but I'm going Warriors in five. In five? You think they only the reason get a I'm going, The reason I'm going in five is just because Boston, like just watching them, they have a great defense, but their offense goes in a loss. And I just don't think that's going to be acceptable when you're playing this Warriors team. And I know this isn't the Warriors from like 2015, 2016, and this isn't the KD Warriors, but they can still go up and score on bunches. And they can still go on one of those big runs. And it might not be all three-point barrages anymore. It might be a couple of mid-range shots and going to the baskets, but they can still score in bunches. And I think their defense would be just well enough just to maintain while their offense is explosive. And I think it just I think it's gonna be a game of runs. I think we're gonna see in that first game was just like at some point I think the Warriors are gonna be up by twenty and this is gonna be like, oh, they went on one of those infamous runs. And right. Boston just doesn't have the answer offensively. I I don't disagree with anything you said. I'm picking Golden State. 
partly because I'm not going. I'm just be honest. I'm a little salty. I'm not picking Boston right now. I just can't. It's, it's only been a day. It's only been a day. I'm a little salty. Yeah, I'll talk to me next week. But I just do think Golden State is the better team. Like, I it does concern me that and I, and again, of course, you know, I love my Heat, but it does concern me that Boston did smoke a lot of leads, Trey. They did smoke a lot of leads, and they, like you said, they didn't show up in a lot of games against the Heat when they really probably should have put us away early in the series. If we if we being honest, the way the Heat were banged up, they should have put us away, and they didn't. And I do think that it was cool for Tatum and Brown to get over the hump, but I, I do think the experience thing is going to be huge once they get to this point. Now, I do think it's going to be a longer series. I do think Boston plays well on the road. Now, mark this down, Trey. Boston is going to win one of the first two games at Golden State. You can book that. You can book that because they're a great they're a great team on the road. So they are. They, this will probably go back one one. So it'll be a longer series. But I think Golden State. And I think Steph Curry. Now, I mean, we don't really do a lot of betting, Trey. But I don't know if Steph Curry is even going to. I mean, actually, I should say this. I don't know if Steph Curry is going to play the best in the series. But I feel like if Golden State wins the series, just based on the narrative, there's no way they don't give him the Finals MVP, right? Like, there's no way, there's no way they don't give him the Finals MVP. <laughs> like I, I, after everything we've talked about with them, I don't think so. But I think also, like, I wouldn't be shocked if Jordan Poole just somehow has like a huge, a huge, you know, stats wise series. And then, no, no, I agree. He's gonna, he probably will have a huge stat wise series the way they're gonna play him. But I bet they still give to Curry. It just, it just feels like it's gonna be one of those things. It feels like it's gonna be one of those things. Now, and obviously. For Boston, you know, Tatum's going to win it if, if, you know what I mean? If, they, if, if they're winning, it's going to be because of Tatum at this point, right? Oh, yeah. Easily. Right. So, now, we'll see how the series goes. At least Trey has said off there he is going to watch the full series because, as you know, he has complained about not wanting to see the Greek freak for some reason and Chris Paul. I, don't, I still don't know what your problem is with them. It was but, a combination. I don't like, yeah, don't, don't, don't you say a Greek freak, Greek freak or Chris Paul, like, like you said, it right. Both of them in the same series. I mean, it's not enough star power to me. How are they Even not Greek, star? How, are you, you? How are they not fun to watch? I just, I'm not over. How are they not fun to well, watch? Well, Chris Paul has never been there most. As a basketball fan, like just a, like a basketball nerd, I love watching Chris Paul. But like aesthetically, like as a, just a fan of sports in general, Chris Paul is not that fun to watch. Like, let's be honest. And what about Giannis? Oh, Giannis is fun, but it's also it's kind of like how we used to talk about LeBron in the mid 2000s. It's just like. He's running over everybody. It's not fun to watch him. Like, there is. It's not a lot. And there's not enough splash plays. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is a certain kind of recklessness or kind of just physicality to him where it doesn't, is not that beautiful to watch. It's just kind of a, a strong man game, per, mm. uh, pretty much to say. So, yeah. Well, we're going to get what we want. We're going to get a whole bunch of sauce, you know, curry, Tatum, all of that good stuff. So, I can't wait for the finals. I don't think it starts till Thursday. So, obviously, I hope everybody tunes in. We'll, we'll update it um, as it's going on. But, I want to thank everyone for joining us. You know, once again, thanks for bearing with us. It was a week off. You know, we'll get back to you, back to the regularly scheduled programming. Oh, by the way, I hope everybody had a great holiday weekend. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's always good to get that long weekend. Um, so this is why we're dropping it. We're going to be dropping it on a Tuesday. But just like, subscribe, like I always tell you guys. Um, let us know um, any other content. Let us know how you – we definitely want to get some reaction about everything we talked about. I talked about a lot of heavy topics. Um, so I'd love to hear back. Um, but like I said, we'll be on Apple, be on Spotify, you know, catch us on Facebook, catch us on Instagram, everywhere that we're at. Um, and I'm going to turn it to Trey. Uh, yeah, like you said, uh, like and subscribe. Um, you know, we're going to get back to our regularly scheduled program every uh, Monday. But uh, today was a special occasion um, due to the holiday. But, uh, you know, 
interact with us on Instagram as well. And uh, until we hear you again, peace. Peace.